Radio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. Much you can pay. And his partner, Philip Tappender Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> How many grams are in a Oreo egg? Hold on. Are you still doing this, Rob? How much did you say? Kilos, did you say? For a dog? Aye. Aye, it's about 30 kilos. So, let me see. Package weight 0.08. Zero. Oreo egg. Milk chocolate, that is. Yeah. Right, and 31 grams. Uh, is it 31 grams, mate? Aye. What's the verdict? I'm getting... I'm getting 80 grams for mine. No symptoms are expected. All right, uh, okay. Excellent. 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 Continue to monitor excellent. your dog. There you go, Siobhan. The dog will be fine. The, the... <laughs> Welcome to Veterinarian Daft. My name is Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, boy. That was great. I was just like a call center. <laughs> To continue to monitor them for 24 hours, though, if they any vomit and rapid breathing, restlessness, tremors, or an increased heart rate, get them to a vet. Right. Do you know, is, is it not true that if you eat, if the dog eats chocolate eggs, m- milk chocolate, can dark chocolate, then you need to cancel it begin them some white chocolate, no? No. Nah. You know, I bet like if you spill red wine, you put white wine and tap it. That, no, that's a myth. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. Right, there we go. Um, that's just how I treat myself if I've eaten chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a sin, my body, but... Nah, I'd be fine. Okay, so with that out of the way, a wee bit of an emergency there with John's dog. Happened Ooh. live in real time. Uh, you are now listening to Wrestling Daft. Thanks for your thanks for your patience there while we were resolving that dog situation. Grado's here with me. Helped, mm-hmm. me, helped me search down some stats there. Um, so, Brady, do you think it's all right for dogs to eat chocolate? I'm not saying it's all right for them to eat chocolate, but I don't think it's as big a deal as what people may. I mean, I could be wrong. There could be some vets out there. As I say, I used to go to the van for my dog, but this was years ago, and it was a golden retriever, and I'd maybe get him like a, a cone and a Freddo, uh, and I go and actually my neighbour done it and all Maggie Rose up the street. She would always buy, she was always buying Freddos for Shiloh. So I'm not so sure. I could be wrong. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't give. How long did these dogs live? Mm. How long did these dogs live? Did they have good long lives? <laughs> well, if I'm being honest, one of them got sold, and Molly lived till WrestleMania. I was about WrestleMania. I got it at WrestleMania 18, and she died about WrestleMania 29. WrestleMania 29. Mm-hmm. Let's see what was the what was the main event of WrestleMania 29. <laughs> WrestleMania 29, WrestleMania 30 was Daniel Bryan, was it? It's WrestleMania 20. Uh, it was definitely after WrestleMania 29 in New York. Oh. But it was actually close to Armageddon that year because it was December she died. So we're talking Armageddon 2013, but it wouldn't have been Armageddon anymore, wouldn't it? Know if it would have been like 
Vengeance or whatever. What was the pay-per-view back there? Was WrestleMania 29 no the one that uh, Fandango beat Chris Jericho? I think so. I think it was, yeah. WWE pay-per-view. What do we see? Any one other Doug died. Tape, in fact, in fact, here we go. She died three days before TLC 2013. There we go. Huh? There we go. Well, my sympathies to you there, Grado. Um, and a shout out, and the Doug's name was? Molly. Molly. Shout out to Molly. I feel like our animals out there are always remembered and never forgotten. They're in uh, Rainbow Bridge. So uh, you're on Rainbow Bridge you now, Molly, and we're sending out our love to you. Uh, what have you done this week, Grado? You've had a week off. Oh, what have I done? Hee-haw, damn all, Rab. Hee-haw, damn all. As I said, there's nothing, there's nothing today. It's like we, you take holidays for your work, but there's nothing, there's nothing today. I'll tell you what I have watched. I hoovered through the Formula One documentary. Drive to Survive. I'm one of the, so the third series was released at the weekend. It's brilliant, mate. I have third no idea how series? you win. Aye, it's great. It's great. You see, I'm telling you, so now it's it's a bit like a it's like Formula One shoot interviews because it's all backstage. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. And it's a glamorous see, world, isn't it? It's glamorous. It's very cutthroat, Rob. Very cutthroat. Is it more cutthroat than the wrestling? I'd say it is, mate. Aye, you've got you've got you've you've got six months on top. I mean, you could probably say the same with the wrestling. However, I, I would like to see if any. I would like to hear if any of your listeners watch Formula One because it starts this Sunday. Um, and I quite Jerry Halliwell's man. She's big up. She he's big in it. Jerry Halliwell's man. He's Horner. the Horner. Horner. That's it. That's Do you watch it, John? No, I don't. I just know him. Uh, I can't remember his. Oh, name. he's a baddie. He's John a likes to keep an eye on who Jerry Halliwell's going out with. Still <laughs> to this day, that's the only reason he knows. <laughs> <laughs> he knows who Baby Spice is going out with. He knows who Sport is going right, out with. Okay, who was Spice Girl? Did you fancy? I would say Sporty. Posh. Really? I think I was all for Jerry. Like, I honestly. I mean, I liked her frocks. I am. I base some of my leotards on Jerry Halliwell's girl. <laughs> Outrageous. Uh, I've been doing nothing, boys. No news for me, nothing at all. Yes, you have. You've got a brand new project, Rob Forms. Oh, yeah, I have. I've started doing wee reviews on YouTube. Uh, it's called The League of All Things, and the idea is that I'm going to review uh, everything. I'm going to review board games, video games, films, books, uh, music. So, like, the first one went up, and it was a board game review. Uh, I, I got a board game based Brilliant, on Rob. Bloodborne. Second one went up, and it was a review of Zack Snyder's Justice League. The third one will be going up in the next day or two, and that is a review of Lana Del Rey's new album. Um, so it's you've got to be doing loads of reviews and putting them on a league like a sport. Just on your sale, Rob. A wee hobby, mate. Just a wee it's, hobby. Mate, I'm telling you, mate, it's brilliant. What is Zack Snyder's? What is Zack Snyder's? That's enough. I'm, oh, that's a meat in a pack at Snyder's, look. <laughs> <laughs> meat in a pack at Snyder's. <laughs> you tried these? Oh, they're good. Oh, 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 they're the best, aren't they? Good. Troops, if he's the one, pretzel old. pieces fucking covered in jalapenos, and they are the bomb. They're delicious, but they are bad for you, Gredo. Ah, no, mate, everything's bad for you, but they're bad for you. I mean, but I, they're I good, would... they're delicious, and they're, they're crunchy, and yet they're somehow quite moist as well. Mm. And the how much flavour is there in them, though? Fucking loads. And you know what? It's no. This is like cause... one of these reeds with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like one of these adverts. <laughs> Gredo, see when you're wanting a really tasty snack, something that you know, something that's really salty and full of flavour. It's got to be Snyder's, right? It's got to be Snyder's, man. I mean, I'm sitting here 
I'm spurning the mouth off me, busting full of flavour, my palate, the full lot is feeling absolutely tremendous. And by the way, don't be put off by the name pretzel because I can imagine a lot of folk in Scotland hate the word pretzel. Pretzel to me is something dry and shite, isn't it? But these are these are do you know what I mean? There's a, they're deep fried. The Scottish mm. people are going to like it. They've got a deep fried vibe about them. Okay. Let me tell you something else about Snyder's. You there's also <laughs> if you want a wee if you get how can spare, I get a code, Rob? <laughs> if you've got a sweet tooth, if you got a sweet tooth, there's a honey and mustard flavor one. I'm pretty sure it's honey and something. Got, and there's, there's a, a buffalo one. Aye, it's a wee bit sweet. Let me tell you something. You're not going to go wrong with Snyder's. No, just get yourself to snyders.com slash daft. Now, Ian Drew Dice Clay was saying that Grado was talking about getting Barrymore into his new theme, right? Now, imagine this at the Hydro in 2022. Be <laughs> Barrymore clip for you. That's that fucking really weird, isn't it? I mean, all round entertainer. That is spot on. But that is that's a middle aged guy, right, singing a Backstreet Boys song, and he's he's persuaded the entire production crew to properly go for it, like they're properly going for it. What's going on there? It's it's it's, it's, it's beautiful, isn't it? In a way, it is beautiful. But don't slag it because if you've seen Art and Dicks the next day, I'm no slagging it, I'm no slagging it. I'm just saying, like, that's that's a beautiful thing. I miss, but it's still, let's not deny that that's crazy what we just heard and looked at there. Uh, anyway, do you think the Barrymore comeback could start with him singing Grado's entrance theme on the first (laughs) wrestling show back? Think he would do it, Grado, if you asked him. Well, I mean, he's, I mean, I've not spoke to him since. I got him to do that video for my mate Paul. How much do you think it would cost to book him to sing um, like a prayer? I've no idea. I mean, I'm, you've got to kind of weigh up what's going to be happening. I mean, this time in six months, it could be in the jungle. It could be in Love Island, celebrity. Well, you know, Love Island, but fucking, you know what I mean? Jail. <laughs> well, we don't worry. Hopefully, it's not going to go there. Um, but I mean, the last time we spoke before, last time we checked, he was wanting a wee nursery. That's a flower nursery um, with the flowers and all of that. So, is he any flowers? He's any flowers, mate. He's uh, nice. well, he's wanting in a garden centre there for a while. So, do I don't know if he's been followed or whatever. Do you think it'd be more expensive than Barry from EastEnders to book? Ooh. Like, so you got Barry. Obviously, Barry's coming about a YouTube sensation with always patter at the bow and then singing. You know. I think Barrymore would be more expensive. I think Barrymore would be more expensive, but you've actually just gave me that an, an idea. Barrymore would be perfect to come back at SoapCon. But Barrymore was never in a soap. Ah, but that doesn't matter. I am fucking dead. Because to me, no, SoapCon is near about... How can I explain here? SoapCon is about... People know what SoapCon is, Grado. We explain what SoapCon is in this no, I, right, surely I we have, We've mentioned SoapCon. It's your right. idea for a convention that's like Quick. soap actors and stuff, right? Quick thing way, quick recap. SoapCon is the place to come along. It's like Comic Con, except it's for soap stars. We're going to book out a big hall. Butch Stingle is going to be there. Uh, you know, you're going to get, we're going to fly in Toadfish. He's going to be the import. Trevor uh, Jordash. 
Jordash, we're going to have Sinbad's going to be there. Uh, you know, it's fifteen pound between fifteen pound and thirty pound for a selfie and a signed picture. But also, we're, this is me. And, this was me and Shah's idea, by the way, that we were always kind of going to, going to fall back on in case stuff went tits up. He's signed now, so that's now he's handed over the trademark to me. So it is going to be a place where you can come along, meet the guys, and every event will have like a, you know, for example, the big. You know how like Hall of Fame, the big Hall of Fame guy this year is who is it? Bischoff? I don't know. Kane. You know how you know how there is I Kane, right? Well, except in SoapCon, it's going to be revolved around one year. It's like it's the Mitchells, so you get Phil and Grant. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, they might mm-hmm. have like the the Barbara. What do you call her? The Barbara? What's Barbara name? Windsor. You know the Barbara Windsor memorial thing do you know what i mean you come you get your picture with grant and phil the mitchells do you know what i mean then the next time you maybe get a picture with um the plats sometimes you go to these things right you go to the the comic cons and collector mania and things like that and there's things like a you can get a photo trying to lift up thor's hammer so thor's hammer would be there and you get a photo trying to lift that up see if you could get um Janine to come, the actress that plays Janine, you could get, it would be like a wee fake hill, like a cliffside mm-hmm. yep. and it could be a photo op where punters can get pushed off the cliff by her and stuff like happened to Barry. I'm on top it, that's or great. you get Barry to come and people can push Barry off a mm-hmm. cliff and get a photo of that. Or, you know, remember remember Richard Hillman? He was in the Vauxhall Sephira with Gail Platt and everybody and he, mm-hmm. and he drove mm-hmm. into the water. What you would do is, you would come, we book Richard Hillman, he's in the Zephira. And you are all getting a picture in the back going, ah, okay, I mean, as if you're in the mo- ah. So and, uh, I'm thinking along the same ideas. We book the Safira, we get the hill for Janine. And you could even do a wee thing as well where it's just like two Bob for a picture with people forever say. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Bob's already agreed to £50 and a cash in hand. And that's including, I'll probably put on a wee buffet for him and I'll get my fairly to pick him up for Central Station just to kind of save on the excess. There you go. So, so what, but what I'm saying is, it doesn't. It shouldn't just be about soaps because it's that. Why is Barry more in it? Why is Barry more in it? I just he could Des Des Clark it. He's going to host it, so he's he he'd be the host. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to SoapCon. Take your seats. Listen, the guys are here. They're fresh. They're ready to meet you. You know, they're in the green room right now. Take your pick. There's a raffle. You know what I mean? You can win. I think it's outrageous that you just went, Barrymore could Des Clark it, and you've never <laughs> considered getting Des Clark to Des Clark. <laughs> but Des, Clark- Des, Clark- Des Clark would be more expensive than Barrymore, right? Oh, 100%. Oh, no, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. But that's that's the essence of SoapCon. Welcome back to Wrestling Daft, everybody. Alistair points out a WWE no-smoking campaign for back in the day and says, hey, guys, have you seen these? What I watched at the end for The Undertaker. I've not seen this. Let me see it, John. Dr. Warner has a lot of bad habits, but only ones that help me survive. Don't deprive yourself of the full power. Be a survivor. Don't smoke. Let me tell you something. Nobody knows more about being cool than the hitman. And let me tell you something. It is not cool to smoke. Be a survivor and don't smoke. For all my Hulkamaniacs that have stuck with me through the thick and thin, trained, said their prayers, and eat their vitamins, be a survivor, man. Don't smoke, it's a joke. <laughs> you know, nobody likes partying more than the rockers, but the party's over when you start smoking. That's right, rocking and rolling, strutting and strolling, doesn't include smoking. Be a survivor. Don't smoke. <laughs> I am the Blue Blazer, and I love to fly high. But one thing that brings me down is people who smoke. 
It's just no good yeah. for you. Take it from me. Stay alive. Fly high. Be a survivor. Don't smoke. Remember, all you young kids out there, if you want to be athletes and strong guys like the British Bulldogs, remember, don't smoke. Smoking is very bad for your health. That's right. It messes <laughs> your lungs up, it'll mess your career up, and you'll never be an athlete. Look at Matilda. Right. She's going to demonstrate right now what cigarettes do to you. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, nothing like a lung full of clean, fresh air. No chicos, oil man. Don't pollute your lungs with tobacco smoke. Hey. Smokers are losers. are losers. Mate, I've got to laugh. I don't think Marty Janetti's ever been a night out with it. With dope. <laughs> what did he say? There's no hope with dope. <laughs> it's funny, like, half of the wrestlers probably would never go a night out without smoking a fag, do you know what I mean? The irony of these guys, they guys you saw there telling you not to smoke. Guys like Marty Janetti, Scott Hall. Dynamite kid. Fucking dynamite kid. It's <laughs> bad health. I love how they're all hodding like fags, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Use a cigarette off for this photo shoot. You know what I mean? Holding a big, <laughs> a big bunch of them. A big load of them. Anyway. Uh, th thanks to Daniel, who also points out a WWE anti-masturbating campaign for the 1980s. It says, imagine if these were done with modern wrestlers. And, John, don't put this in. I don't, know. I don't know if these are... I think these they're are... They're no genuine. Of course they're yeah, no. I don't know. I don't know. Of course they're no genuine. I don't know, but they're funny. Hulk Hogan saying, be a champ, not a chump. Leave that bone alone. <laughs> there's no way. There was never... Uh, actually, masturbation is medically good for you, so it's like there's no way there was ever a campaign done. So, Daniel, don't try and pull the wool out of her eyes. I don't know. It says, paid for by the American Board of Sexual Well-Being. Uh, Rab, I had Nonsense. an argument with the newsreader at my work last week. He was telling me that masturbating isn't good for your health. Apparently, it lowers your IQ. Oh. And he was deadly serious. A newsreader at my work. A newsreader at what? Go Radio? Well, no, I'm not saying I don't want to put him in it. And you, right, but he okay. was basically telling me that, you know. Was he wanking while he was saying that? <laughs> No, wasn't he? Hey, we want Grado to sing this to the tune of Real American. Have you got the lyrics there, Grado? Aye. So this is the tune of Real American. Yeah, Karate Warrior Two wants to. <clears throat> thanks, Karate Warrior Two. He wants you. He sent you some lyrics. I am a Mark from Stevenston. Taught loads of shite on football daft. I didn't take my amodium. No, not last night. Run for your life. <laughs> Well, the fanny packs are finished, raised up high. Abyss is my man, but the match was shite. Well, you hurt at my chest, and the drawn check lied. I'm a wrestler, T, but being back to strive. Brilliant, that was good. Thank you. I can perform a monkey here. What you should have done, though, is put the verse before the chorus back there, right? And see, they're getting you to sing the chorus first. I, am, I mean, I, I mean, that's the way it, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> the pun in is back for its monthly run out this oh, week. I've got some. It's food wrestlers. Hey, Grado, do you want to get your food wrestler puns in before yeah, we okay. go to the punters? Let's do it. Right, okay. Mince McMahon. 
Beef Slater. Good. Good. S- Simon Bean. Simon Bean, very good. Sean Trifles. <laughs> Pretty good. Stovey Kingston. <laughs> Jeff Corn and the Cobb. And Jake the Steak Roberts. Jake the oh, Steak, sorry. beautiful. Oh, well, Alistair, Alistair has come in with Pie and Tie, <laughs> Chow Main Event, The Walkers, and Brock Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> John has joined you with Jake the Steak Roberts, but he's went for Toffee Kingston. Chris Murdoch says <laughs> Alberto Burrito. It's almost like a racist one, right? That's a good An afternoon Booker T. <laughs> I quite like. Kaz B. Williams says Alistair Black Pudding. <laughs> Spamuel Brian. Beef Slater. It's beef Slater. <laughs> and <laughs> and <laughs> Eggy Guerrero. <laughs> Ian Riley says Randy Onion. Stu. <laughs> Stu McIntyre, Crisps Jericho, oh, Craig says Colt Cabanana, King Cairns has got Natural Man, you uh, better laugh at these because I spent a good six minutes on it, he says. For Natural Man, but... Chris says Taco Mishinoku, Dr. What has got Kakuta Roland Square Sausage. Kikataro and Sausage, you maybe means. Yeah, Kikataro and Square Sausage. Mark says Tofu Naki. What Japanese wrestlers here, man? Aye, Graham Higgins says Natural Man Randy Savage as well, which your WWF was doing Natural Man back in the day, you know, so yeah, you're not getting any credit for that. Pablo again with Beef Slater. A lot of well, Beef Slaters coming up here. Larry's well. of Biscuits is good. <laughs> <laughs> Dan the Feast Seven and Ready Steady Farouk. <laughs> <laughs> Mike says I always thought a vegetarian wrestler called Russell Sprouts would be a big hit that's very good and Scott says Angel Delight Gaza <laughs> Brutus the Barber Tea Cake <laughs> Jim Cornetto Adam Coleslaw and Roderick and Bobby Fish Supper <laughs> I love it mate I've got that, that, that that's tickled me if you want to get in touch with us about any of that, I'll just random wrestling related stuff. Get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. <laughs> now, every week we like to separate the good for the bad, the size of how cream eggs used to be, to the size they all know, or Oreo eggs that dogs eat. The dogs eat. <laughs> Uh, what you want to bury and what you want now? Does anybody want to guess <laughs> what I want to bury? I would imagine it's going to be Randy Orton and the Alexa Bliss. I watched it. I watched it. It was only five minutes, so. It was. It was nothing. It was just, we knew what it was going to be. We knew it was going to be just the fiend appearing and now he's all burnt. <laughs> I think he's, I think his mask's good. I think it looks dead scary. It, looked, it does look good. It does look good, but I'm just like. Oh, I'm just, I'm burying it. I just want it to be over. I'm just looking forward to WrestleMania so that Randy Orton can be out for under this bullshit. Get Randy Orton out for under this bullshit. The, one, the thing I want to put over, does anybody watch Randy Orton's interview? I'm choking to watch it. I didn't know it was out until today. Um, Randy Orton's interview with Stone Cold on a Stone Cold uh, podcast on the WWE Network. Let me just say something about Randy Orton here, right? Seeing that I've watched uh, quite a lot of these interviews with Stone Cold, right? 
never ever seen anybody that's been so humble and so um, so much talking about giving credit to other people and, and the people that have helped them and all that kind of stuff. Even to the extent of the RKOs and all that, he's saying I kind of take credit for, you know, the boys are coming up with ideas for how they want to take it and all that. And, you know what I mean? All that kind really? of stuff. Really? That, that doesn't surprise me at all. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like beautiful um, credit to Randy Orton. And, and when, I'm burying, when I'm burying this story that Randy Orton's involved in, it's just because I'm like, Randy Orton's maybe no go you know, a huge amount of years on the clock left. I just mm-hmm. want to move it under that kind of daft rivalry because I want to see that guy in the ring with some, you know, some athletic, talented wrestlers and, and letting him letting him do what he can do. <laughs> but, you know, if there's, if there's one person that I wouldn't be surprised if he surprises me at WrestleMania and mm-hmm. makes it a belter against The Fiend, it's uh, Randy Orton. So, <clears throat> and you want to put over a buddy, Grado? I like the, the Drew and Sheamus match. I want to start. Yep. Two big bruisers. Two big bruisers. Two Don't friends. Keep... Two friends as well. And I always big feel friends. like whenever you get two friends in the ring, you're always going to see something. Oh, it was it was definitely a night half of them. A night half. That's you can tell they've went, right, come on, let's just do what we do. And it was yeah. tremendous. Um I loved it. Get a bit annoyed with uh, people saying that the Claymore was uh sorry, Kamar Roof hit with a claymore, it was actually a wee bit, but anyway. Okay. <laughs> that. That passed off with us now. Let's see what the punters are saying. Sandy wants to put over how WWE are surprising this year's Hall of Fame inductees live and seeing the reactions. The Kane Undertaker interaction was fantastic. Did you see that? He was greeting. Aye. Did you see that, John? He was I greeting. Another uh, big wrestler greeting. They all greet. Do we believe? Do we believe that they don't know? I don't know. It was a bit. Are you joking? I don't think you would say that. I don't know, because Kane was obviously going to go in at some point, you know what I mean? Jesus. You're kidding me on, right? <laughs> You've got to be kidding me on. No, you deserve it, brother. Anyone, there's no Hall of Fame without Kane, brother. Because the way I see it is, is, he, is, is Kane on a WWE contract? He must be on a Legends. A Legends contract. Right. You know, just... Part of me thinking, well, ugh, look, it was a nice wee video. Doesn't it? If it was real, well done. If it was part on, I think he was genuinely. Cares? I think he was but, genuinely emotional with Undertaker saying the things about him. I think you would be moved. I think if the Undertaker said, "Doesn't he Hall of Fame without Kane?" And I think that would probably be quite moving to you. You know what I mean? So. I think getting the approval for a guy like Undertaker is probably is probably a big deal. A guy like Kane, that's his mate. Good friends over the years, and just getting that kind of wee, you know. Mm. He'll have a lot. He's done well. He's done well for his cell, isn't he? He's done well for his cell. Politician as well, not that. You gotta be a good Trump man, isn't he? Are you kidding me on? (laughs) And who else uh, got an Eric Bischoff? You kidding me? Are you kidding me on right now about this? (laughs) And Molly Holly, (laughs) Molly Holly was like, "Are you? Are you kidding me on? (laughs) (laughs) You pulling my plunger?" Callie, you was like, <laughs> Are you kidding me? On <laughs> <laughs> Sandy, why is it? Oh, I, he's also Sandy's also putting in Xavier Woods playing Styles TNA theme on the trombone, and he's he's burying retribution. Did up they? Nothing. Did he do that? I must have been on Raw. I missed that. Eddie wants to bury the Alexa Bliss fiend and Orton triangle. Every time Grado says Alexa Bliss, my Amazon Echo Dot takes a flaky, he says. So WWE needs to rehab her and gear it a new name. They should call her 
Hey Google, they should call her. It's <laughs> a wee joke for any uh, there you Google. Go, uh, that was good one. Put, uh, Eddie wants to put. Oh. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's okay. Sorry. Hey Google, stop. <laughs> uh, hey Google. Hey Google. Who is Grado? Who is Grado? According to Wikipedia, Grado is a build automation tool for multi-language software. <laughs> <laughs> I took a fuck to yourself. Say Grado the wrestler. Hey Google. Testing. Who is Grado the wrestler? According to Wikipedia, Graham Steveley, yes. Grado, is a Scottish professional wrestler and actor, currently signed to World of Sport Wrestling and Insane <laughs> Wrestling, where he's a former ICW World Heavyweight Champion. There we go. Sorry, Beautiful. Man. Beautiful. That, that's Google. That's Google. That's and Eddie wants, to, Eddie wants to put over MJF. That boy can talk. And the whole comedy shtick with Jericho over recent months has wiped out with one promo. Stu Bro wants to bury Rab and Gradle for moaning about WWE never doing long stories, but then moaning about Orton versus The Fiend being too long. <laughs> Touché. And he wants to put over John, well, because he's a Falkirk fan of it all. Worthy to put over. Oh, well, they are fucking putting down, if you ask me. <laughs> like <a dog. laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Chris wants to put. Eh? Hey? Sorry, John. I'm worried about the dog now. I'm worried about the dog. Why? Because Hi, John. Dog, you, you said putting. No. Oh, John. Putting, as I say, well, putting down. Don't worry about it. Listen, well, you, you, Rab is trained. You know, he's looked it up. He's done all this stuff. That's You're fine, that. mate. Google that. A Labrador could eat fucking. Labrador could eat like a giant on one of the giant Toblerones you get at the airport, and it'd be fine. Chris wants to put over Reigns versus Brian. What an amazing match. Match of the year candidate, and love that Brian got him to tap out, but didn't win the title. Add to that Edge's heel hints. All that was missing was a live crowd that would have been fever pitch in there. Hope they go with a three-way at Mania. It does look indeed uh, like Edge is going to be heel at WrestleMania, doesn't it? Uh, well... I'm just trying to find Nick Xavier Woods playing things. Chris wants to bury WWE not doing any program with Bailey and in WrestleMania. She was one of the best of 2020 and should be the one challenging Asuka, but instead is just being wasted. It's weird that. What is going on there? Why is Bailey no in the picture? I don't know. It's very strange how she's just kind of dropped out of it all together. Just gate time. It's <laughs> gate time. Well, they came what they're doing. Yeah, they, do. they know what they're doing. Just you wait and see. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say that I have any inside word or any... I know I know a lot of wrestlers and I know a lot of people in the entertainment business and I'm a celebrity and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, that doesn't necessarily mean I know anything. But Google! Just, who is Robert Florence? But I'll just say this. Just keep... Uh, just stay patient and just wait to see what's coming up for Bailey because I think you may be very surprised when you see what happens. Bailey. Google. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. Stop. Dan wants to put over Randy Orton on Stone Cold Show, basically admitting he was a dick for a long time and that he's so lucky to be doing what he does. Yep, it's a beautiful interview. Brian wants to bury Tessa Blanchard spotted training with Sasha and Bailey. The lassie has all the talent, but appears to be a really shitty human and an absolute drama queen behind the curtain. Well, that's according to you, Brian. That's not according to us. I know me. Um... Uh, I'm not saying I have any inner knowledge about this, but I have heard some stories. And Brian wants to put over a... Well, we we, we do have a big release um, from WWE this... You know about the big release news of the week, Grado, and um, the COVID I, Andrade, drama? 
Aye, and the COVID, Charlotte's got COVID apparently, but they're saying that Charlotte was like, I'm no, I'm taking my ball home if you don't release my man. And, and then they were oh, like, really? well, you'll no be doing WrestleMania then. And she was like, well, don't then. And then they were like, well, I don't have COVID then. And all of that. Uh, how do you feel about that? I think he's going to rock up at AEW with all the rest of the fucking rejects. <laughs> <laughs> No, the Yankees um, going to rock up at AEW. No, I mean, I think he's going to be big in Mexico because he was big in Mexico before he went. Mm. Oh, people, a lot of people forget about how big a me- the Mexican scene is, and they look, they look fit the players are there, fit the players. So listen, that's the thing. This guy can make a fortune in Mexico. Aye. This guy doesn't eat, need need those family bashing. Oh man, he doesn't need any of you marks. Doesn't he need the support of you, Marks? He can go back to Mexico where the real wrestling fans are. This is what makes me laugh. All these people that watch AEW and WWE and all that, they all think they're real wrestling fans. You haven't been in there. You haven't been in Mexico fucking city watching some of these legends. That's where the real wrestling fans are. They're real wrestling fans. They're 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 the blood and thunder, the sawdust under their feet in there live watching these guys, watching the luchadors, watching the history of wrestling unfold in front of their eyes. And you think because you can go on Twitter and tweet, oh, well done. Uh, uh, oh, it's so great how she is the man now because she had uh, some blood on her face. And, all that, and you can go in and talk about all your favourite wrestlers. And I hope uh, Adam Cole uh, comes up for NXT and has a punch at the guys up there with his skinny arms. You think that makes you a wrestling fan? What, Disney? Wrestling is big in Mexico, but... <laughs> Cameron wants to put out Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. Nice to see a good old-fashioned no-gimmicks match with a shocking twist at the end that none of us saw coming, but a sarcasm there. And wants to bury Apollo Crews' new accent. Sounded like an audition for coming to America. I like what they're doing with Apollo Crews, actually. It's, it's quite interesting. The guy was a... Um, Fred Noir. Graham wants to put... Ah, Graham! Graham, <laughs> huh? Graham, yeah. It's funny, man. Ever, ever tell you about the, the, wee, the, wee, the wee man I met in Coventry years ago that asked me mm. what my name was? No, no, no. Surely I have... No, I don't think so. For years and years and years, all the boys used to say, <clears throat> yeah. I, I bet you have. I was doing wrestling for Triple X in Coventry. Hey, what's your, you're one of the Lowlanders, aren't you? I was like, aye, aye, aye. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> I was like, aye. What's your real name? <laughs> and I said, uh, my real name's Graham. And he went, Graham? I've got a friend from the Isle of Man called Graham. <laughs> Graham? But I've got a friend called the Isle of Man called Graham. <laughs> never told me that. Nah, so people would say that to your shows and stuff. Ah, yeah, look, what's a couple of boys over there, not Renfrew. You says Graham. <laughs> it's Graham. Graham wants to put your Sasha Banks slap at Fastlane, worthy of the slap Hall of Fame. Chris wants to bury that fucking train sound effect. Have you heard this? Yes, the choo choo run about the ring. Yep, yep. Bigger gimmick killer than the Shockmaster's bad footing and loose headgear, and. Chris wants to put over Mania nearly killing out. I know people are worried about the risk, but it will truly be nice to see a big show with a big crowd again. So- the, 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 fun, the, the funniest thing I saw today with the um, today with the train thing was a promoter in New York who uh, I've met a few times. He's a lovely, lovely man. And so, Braun, so somebody's tweeted, Braun Train sounds choo-choo-choo. This is the funniest non-fiend thing in wrestling ever. This promoter, Danny from New York, wrote, also, trains run on diesel. Because apparently he said diesel in the hangway. But um, Simon Gotch replied, 
as I refuse to listen to the audio here, and I'm, I'm sure if you're being facetious, I'll answer earnestly. A large percentage of trains do run in diesel. <laughs> they are mostly long-haul units where an electrical power supply like a subway uses is logistically difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Simon Gotch. Fucking wrestling, Simon Gotch. <laughs> and then yeah. and then the guy replied, um, no, I was just seriously that. He goes, I was legit curious. Say <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Spray paint Scott says uh, he wants to put over NWA as main event back for the attack. To my shame, I've not seen this yet. Perfect tribute for Joseph Hudson. Also return to NWA. Good to see wrestling's finally back and all the rubbish from WWE and AEW. Bronze <laughs> oh. Cello's putting our ICW bard. Oh, I need to see this. Busting their asses lately. Doing the Scottish scene proud during the pandemic and NWA back for the attack. Happy to see it back. And Bronze Cello wants to bury Will Osprey dressing for a press conference like he's just finished taping an episode of fucking Bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I guess he suits at the same place Seth Rollins does. I wonder if there's... Oh, I wish I could see that, man. McGeezy, he says, Buddy, the Fiend returned. He says it was the most predictable part of this car crash storyline that's went on far too long. To top it off, he returned looking like a melted welly. He wants to put over Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan, an amazing match which sets up the road to WrestleMania very nicely with the possibility of adding Bryan to the main event. It adds to the intrigue of which the way... The match will pan out. Personally, I'm, I'm, I'm big... happy, by the way. I'm right, happy okay. about Brian yeah. getting added to that. You know, Gredo. I'm not really. A, I'm not really a big. I'm not really too keen in free buzz, to be honest with you. But uh... I know, I know. But the Roman Reigns and Edge wasn't really super exciting. Me, to so, be so I, I, I need you without sounding like a fucking like without sounding like a what do you call that when somebody a, a, a busted radio? What do you say that sound like a busted broken record? record. A broken record. Every year, right? And it, and, and it seems like the most cliched thing to say, run about this time every year when, when you go, there's nothing on WrestleMania that, that, that looks intriguing or interesting, right? And I know you say that every year, but legit, I can't find it. And I don't know, like, I'm desperate to see. You no, know the, the biggest the biggest draw for me is having a crowd and seeing Drew in front of a crowd. For me, that is the draw. But other than that, I mean, I don't obviously watch it every week, but there's usually some rumblings about a big guy for back in the day coming and wrestling, you know, fucking Brock or yada, yada, yada. However, there's nothing there. Is there. Am I missing something? It'll be good to see Drew winning that title in front of a crowd. Do you think so he I'm will? One, I think he will. And I also think I can see him, I can see him hitting Lashley with the Claymore. I can see him pinning him for the one, two, three. I can see him celebrating in front of a crowd and the commentators giving it. This is beautiful to see him being able to celebrate this. He's a guy that's carried the belt through these closed doors situation. It's great to see him getting the plaudits in front of a crowd. And then I can see Lesnar fucking rocking in. Oh, Cashing in his money in the bank. Lesnar waiting. It makes sense to me that Lesnar would wait until people could see it with their own eyes. I'm fucking wrecking, Drew. That's how I would book it anyway. I would book oh, it that Lesnar's like, I'm not going to come into an empty arena. They smash you about. I'm always smash you about in front of people. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> that suits Lesnar, right? That's, that oh, would be Lesnar's thing. And also, like, trampling on that moment for Drew. Drew's like, I was looking forward to doing that and winning that in front of fans and celebrating, and you ruined that for me. See you, Backlash. Beautiful. Jason wants to put over Orton and Bliss. <laughs> what a match. A true masterpiece of modern-day wrestling. The build-up, the story, the culmination of wrestling technique and in-ring storytelling. Arguably the greatest match of the past decade. Before Florence... Before Florence... Before, before Florence Pugh? Is that... 
Yeah, well, he's making a joke about my surname using the actress Florence Pugh. Before Florence Pugh starts splitting feathers, that was all a lie. Ne RKO, ne cunt punts, bury the match to fuck. Bury it no, so far. Hold on. It. Let me stop you, Gredo. Ne what? Bury it far to fuck. No way to bury that match. See that Burnison sketch where Rab needs to descend 100 flights of stairs for a push? Bury it there. Send it there and never speak of it again. Jason, I was going to say that you need to wash your mouth out coming on here with that language, hitting it with that kind of part. But then when I realised that you knew even these Burnison deep cuts, I was like, this guy can do what he wants. <laughs> uh, and, and Jason is finally putting out Drew versus Seamus. Great match. Great match. That bit when Drew launched Seamus for the platform, then rolled under the WrestleMania sign, erect, he said. <laughs> meaning, meaning that he is his penis filled with blood when he saw that. Um, so there you go. There you have it. Huh? It's the part of the show where we invite you, the listeners, to do a run-in. You can ask Gradle who's got the worst partner in the locker room. Who is it, Gradle? Um... Um, he's not wanting to bury anybody or ask about his new project oh Rab Florence his new project The League of All Things it's just started we'll talk about it later this week oh Steve <laughs> Steve, Steve Linsky sorry anyway, Steve Linsky has got the worst part but this week Rico is coming on to join us for the run in uh, here he comes Rico 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 hello Rico Rico how are you doing Rico I'm very well thanks yeah how are you guys to see you. That's a great camera you've got. Oh, it's thanks very much. It's it's not mine. It's my wife's. <laughs> she she got it with uh, video meetings for her work, so um, I'm just stealing it basically. It, it looks like that kind of eight K rub, doesn't it? I mean, but you know, it looks a nice wee setup you've got there. Aye, what is it? A breakfast bar and stuff. Oh right, I have, well that's it's just like it's a tiny kitchen here. So yeah. is it a studio apartment? It's it's kind of studio pardon. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very it's, it's very romantic. It it's very homely. Really romantic. It's very homely. Again, I think I can't take any credit for it. It's my wife that. Yeah. Is, that a, is that a bottle of wine on the worktop or there on the kitchen worktop? It is. I yeah. Um, the reason the reason it's there is because it's, it's it's my birthday tomorrow, and oh. my, my wife has um, very kindly decided that she's going to make me like a, a custom menu for my dinner. So oh, oh yes. mate, that yes. sounds brilliant, man. Yes, yeah, I'm mate. super excited for it. So, yeah. What age are you tomorrow? Uh, 56. <laughs> no, no, I'm 34. <laughs> 34. 34, yeah. mate. That's young, mate. That's young. Yeah, I need to ask you, what are you going to what are you what are you going to ask for in the, in the custom menu? I need to find that out. Well, that that's the thing. I don't know. Like, it's mm. uh, well, my wife is Greek, um, and I'll, I'll put a wee parenthesis in here. Um, when my wife moved to Greek, uh, uh, fucking sharp. When my, my my wife moved to Scotland ten years ago from Greece, uh, she had a lot of trouble understanding the accent. So she was googling Scottish TV programs to try and get used to the accent. And rap, she um, stumbled across Barnaston. So she now understands the Scottish Fantastic. accent a lot better thanks to your program. Thanks. That's great uh, to hear. It's brilliant when you hear stories like that. Remember, like Kevin Steen said that he he, he learned English through GR. And there you go, Rab. It's amazing, isn't it? That is amazing. Right, yeah, so she's, uh, she's still got um, a lot of her Greek accent, but she like peppers in loads of Scottish slang and that. So it sounds, it just, it sounds odd, but all of it. How did you meet? How did you meet? Oh, um, it was very 
modern uh, through a, a, social, a social media dating app. Fish. The fish one, what do you call it? Tinder, it was Tinder. Oh, right, right. Was it Tinder? So it was a, a Tinder success story because there isn't that many yeah. Tinder success stories. Yeah, that, that's the thing as well. It's, uh, it's it all hinges on whether they swipe left or right, and that's it. And if she'd been like, "Nah, this guy looks like a dick," then this wouldn't have happened. That's and, crazy, and so what was your? Do you remember what your bio was and what your what your photo looked like? Like, what did she? What did she like? Uh, I, I think. I, I think I had something about how tall I am because that seems to be um, that seems to be like a metric for ladies. Correct me. How, t- how tall are you? Six three. Oh yeah, there you go then. So I, f- I feel like that's above average. So, so you're, you're well, you're taller than ninety nine percent of the professional wrestlers in the UK. I would say. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh, Mister Trick. See the why? Why thing. are you on talking about wrestling and Steve in the ring at that height? Because I've got arms that look like pieces of straw. <laughs> have you seen have you seen some of these British wrestlers? I've seen a, there's a guy called Mad Kurt. What's his name? My Mad Kurt down in the uh, progress who looks like he's in, like just in high school. He's got like a, a keyboard warrior gimmick. He looks uh, tiny. I, but, I, I don't um, know what the fuck see, see the thing about Tinder, Rab, what is, have you ever been in between relationships and had the Tinder thing? I've, never, I've never used that, no. You know, it's, you know, obviously, remember, I went out with Lassie Rab for fucking 13 years, and I lit the night that I kind of split up. The, the the next morning, in my mind, was, I'm getting Tinder. I'm getting Tinder, this is it. Mm-hmm. And I remember phoning my agent, going, can I get, think I should get Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> she, was like, <laughs> she was like, don't be fucking stupid, man. And I was gutted, man. I wanted to... Sh- they got a shot there. But then in actual fact, a couple of months later, do you remember, John, did you want the football after the time where the rare thing came out? Remember that, yeah. rare? Yeah. And I got a, I got a, what do you call it, a CV written for me by a Rangers player because uh, rares are for these famous good-looking folk and I and it, <laughs> I fucking signed up for it and all that paid. And I was like, why is it not taking the money out of it? And then um, I get rejected. <laughs> I get rejected. I get rejected. <laughs> <laughs> just well, they, they, they say, like, it said it would take up to twenty eight days for you to hear back. But then I started messaging folk that were on it, and I was like, "When did you get confirmed?" And they were like, "Within an hour." I'm not the only one. Cabana get the KB fit and all, man. Cabana didn't get that, no. So there you go. I gotta be honest with you, Grado. Like I ha- these things make you feel worse than they make you feel good. Aye, um, maybe not oh, like aye. the worst thing. Oh, mate, them. definitely, bro. I can imagine that. I can imagine that. Mm. I mean, obviously, I've got the success story, as as Rab says, but there's like a lot of there's a lot of shit that you have to go through before that of thinking like, oh, why, why, why not, why not me? Exactly. I mean, that's. Did you have lot? Did you have lots of kind of conversations with people and stuff, and then they would just go quiet and just because I know I've got a mate of mine who uses Tinder, and quite often he can kind of just spark up a conversation with somebody and. They'll be talking back and forth for days and days and days, and then just bang, they're just gone. They just don't answer again. That kind of stuff. Aye, funnily enough, actually, um, because you can obviously you can search within a mileage of your area. Um, I was I searched like five miles just because, and um, there was somebody who lives about two seconds down the road from me. So I thought, ah, uh, might as well try. So I opened up with a joke, which I thought was quite funny, and like I've I've never had somebody react 
as badly to a joke that I've told in my life. So <laughs> it went absolutely through me. And then, because um, obviously we recognised each other, I saw her um, a couple of days later, I just fucking sailed past her and just felt like a bit out. I think she had that sort, of, <laughs> that sort of look in her eye of, oh man. <laughs> what was the joke, Rico? You've I got mean, to tell us a joke. joke. I can't mind. I don't have Tinder anymore and I can't remember what I was. I, it was... <sighs> I, I honestly kind of mind. I can tell a different one. I was that a bit Was that about 9-11? <laughs> yeah, I usually, that's usually my second one. It's usually the follow-up. Uh, if, if I was to tell a joke now, I'd tell a joke about uh, a squirrel sitting up a tree one day, uh, just sitting, eating some acorns that's picked off the tree, and it feels the tree rumbling at the bottom. And it's like, what the fuck is, the fuck is that? And it looks down the tree excuse me, I'll extend the tree, and it sees an elephant at the bottom trying to climb up the tree. And I sit and thinking, what the, f- the fuck is it doing? Why? What the hell? So the elephant's actually pretty good climbing up the tree, and the squirrel starts to get curious, and he goes, yeah, why, why are you climbing up the tree? What, what are you fucking doing climbing up the tree? And the elephant goes, uh, I'm just, I'm climbing up to get some, to eat some peaches. And the squirrel goes, this is an acorn tree. And the elephant goes, I know, but I'm on peaches. <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> I like it. That's I, good, man. I like it. Uh, so, what's, what's on your t-shirt, by the way? No, oh, it's it's inspired by uh, you know Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bring me the bring me the Horizon. No, it's a, no. a game for the PS4. It's, it's a computer game. Gredo wouldn't have a clue about any of that. <laughs> Um, and he's ever playing Carta 97, no? What are you, what are you? <laughs> Carta 97, <laughs> do you ever play that? Uh, no, I don't know what that is, sorry. That was class, my uncle Ben. Did you ever play that. AOL Trial Disc in 1990? <laughs> <laughs> Did you not get that free with boxes of cornflakes? <laughs> I wonder how many AOL discs there are in the ocean. I've often thought about that. I bet you there's loads of AOL discs. I can't even see it. Welcome loads of AOL discs in there, which AOL stood for. America Online. America Online. I wonder how much Joanna Lumley got weighed in for that. Huh? You've got company. You've got, you have email. Welcome to AOL. Remember that? Was that Joanna Lumley? Was it no Joanna Lumley? It probably was. It, was. it sounded like her. Your impersonation you certainly sounded email. like Joanna Lumley. Can you, you hear Joanna Lumley's voice again, please, Gredo? You have email. You've got company. That's nice. <laughs> You've I can got feel company. My, I can feel my IQ drop. I'm just Hold listening. <laughs> Aye, Ju- Joanna Lumley, you've got now. Aye, aye, she was Joanna Lumley. She did it on AOL 2.5. So beautiful. Is AOL still going? Is it still a thing? See, let's go to AOL.com. See what's happening over with the guys. <laughs> you didn't expect that. She didn't expect Rico when you came on for the run-in that we'd be uh, checking out AOL.com. Did you? <laughs> wow, it doesn't look as if it exists as what it used to be. It's like a kind of news site now. It's a news site. Is it, not, is it not just like a home site? I'm going on as well. I'm looking at it. Let's hack it. Imagine we hacked it live. Oh man. I, I bet you we've got a good load of hackers amongst the wrestling daft community, yeah? Oh, definitely. Is there any hackers out there? I'm mean, I waiting for a hacker. And they can come on and they can basically do what Sammy Callahan was going to do on WWE NXT. And they can sit and then they can put on a, a mask and or they can, do you know what I mean? Disguise ourselves. Well, we're putting out a call. We think this would be interesting. Obviously, the thing that me and Grado share is that we have stuff on the iPlayer, right? So that's something that we share. We would like, we're reaching out the now to a hacker and we would like a hacker to come on the show and we would like a hacker who would hack the iPlayer so that you can only see 
Burniston test drive, Scott squad, the Scots, uh, two doors down, mm-hmm. and uh, the state of it, and video guiding, and what else are you in, Grado? Another um, stuff as well. The pilot for the Sunny. That we pilot did. for Sunny. Um, we would, so only your stuff, if you could hack the iPlayer, imagine how amazing that would be. That'd be, pretty, that'd be great. That'd be amazing. I mean, it would, probably, it would be like, the hacker would probably get a jail nap, but It'd be good for our careers, a good publicity would be good. good publicity, mate. Yeah, good publicity. Rico, do you have any questions for us? Sorry. Hi. Um, so we're fast approaching WrestleMania, and in my mind, that event is one of the greatest ideas to ever come from wrestling in terms of influence on the industry as a whole. Uh, what do you both think are some of the greatest ideas the wrestling industry has had? Uh, and if you fancy chucking in the worst idea as well, feel free. Worst idea is forever, whoever to put wrestling on for three years. That's got to be the worst. Two years you can batter through, I think. But three years is just taking it. I mean, obviously, it works out for them because they've got advertisements and they're making money, more money out it that way. Um, but for me, it, you know, even if you struggled with a two-year show, you would still batter through it. But I think three is just too much. Rab, would you agree with that now? I think the best idea that um, the wrestling ever had, WWE, ever had was they somehow managed to employ people with no employees rights they managed to employ people and get them under contract and yet they have no genuine rights and to also put the fear of god on anybody that even thinks about unionizing mm-hmm. uh, i think that is a totally genius idea that nobody else in the world any other any other business in the world would get away with mm-hmm. would, would get away with it and yet they've somehow managed to make this a reality that is an acceptable reality that these workers kind of unionise and they don't really kind of work for them, really, but they can't work anywhere else. It's amazing. Aye. That and um, the Ultimate, Ultimate X match. I like that. <laughs> WWE Network as well is a great example of... Um, I think when we talk about all the big streaming services that are out just now, I think a lot of people don't really pay attention to how successful the WWE Network experiment actually was. When I remember at the time when they launched it, a lot of people were going, this will never work. But, I mean, all I've, all I've read all weekend, Rab, is Peacock and the amount of time that it's taken for it to go and they're deleting stuff, they're deleting uh, Piper and Bad News Brown for Mania, they're deleting a lot of, kind of other stuff. Do you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say by this, but they've got a bit of they're deleting a bit where Roddy Piper painted off his body. Uh, yep, yep, yep. I think they're going to uncover a lot of stuff like that over the years. Mm-hmm. There's, um, there's actually there's a promo. You know how they've been putting in all of the uh, <clears throat> like the independent wrestling and all the independent shows. There's one um, from it was like just before lockdown kicked in last year. Um, Eddie Kingston was in progress. And uh, Ilya Dragunov was having a match with somebody and Eddie Kingston came out and attacked him after it. And he, he cut this amazing promo. Um, and the, I, I, I'd never seen it before, so I wanted to go and watch it recently just to see, see what it was like. And they, they've not edited it at all. And this is Eddie Kingston feeling like he doesn't need edited. So there's like there's a lot of fucks, a lot of cunts, a lot mm-hmm. of shits. You know, uh, like slagging the audience, calling everyone in the audience cunts. It's not, you know, yep, yep. Uh, not very PG if that's what they're still going for. And like, if they're if they're having a comb through their archives, like they've got so much stuff on there. So I don't know how they can possibly manage to control it. I I mean, I've never been told. I remember getting told when the network thing came about with ICW, free rent to swear as much as you want as long as you don't say the c word. 
I just realised I've said the C word many, many times. So oh, I apologise, John, if you have to edit that. That's <laughs> no, okay. Does it, does it affect YouTube, John? That's an interesting one. It's okay because our YouTube sits behind our Patreon anyway. And if you want to see the video version, get it at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Holla. Holla. <laughs> so, that's, so that's it for ideas. They've had loads of great ideas, though, haven't they? Aye. Loads of great ideas. Um... Well, at some point, surely, Grado, somebody must have had the idea to come out to music. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure wrestling matches back in the day. Wow, that's right. That's to music. So mm-hmm. that, I mean, I don't know whether that what came first, or whether that came for boxing, or whether it came for you know. But I'm, you know. I'm sure Jim Cornette spoke about this recently. About when it, I think it first happened in 1978, and then for a while, I could be wrong. Was it a tag team back in the 80s that started Dana, and then? Well, there's a whole history about stuff like that. Um, but I, entrance music, I mean, entrance music's everywhere now, really, in terms of, you know, sports and, you know, you've got it in the darts. Um, everything's wrestling. Now, now, even you, get, now you get football teams coming out to wrestling entrance teams. So. Yeah, See, exactly. We exactly. were talking about this a few weeks back. I don't know if, everyone, if anyone caught um, Dundee United playing Gangrel scheme. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we heard that one, did we, John? No, we did get that one. See, that's that's amazing. Happened. I was trying to find a clip of it on, on Twitter, but I couldn't find the actual original clip that it's. And by the way, talk about <laughs> talk about wrestling translating into football. The Drew McIntyre promo for the Rangers match last week was a pay-per-view intro. Did you see it, Rab? No. Yeah. Oh, John, what is it like, right? Drew done the kind of, you know, this night, tonight, Rangers. Or came, I mean, it's a... Oh, 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 and it's Drew going, we now take our, uh, coming away his own, kind of wrestling way. Tonight, everything's on the line, Rangers, Red, White, and Drew. Getting <laughs> that. And they, Seriously? They, they, put it on, they put it on Twitter, but when I turned the football on, it was like the opening. Do you know what I mean? Now, oh ladies, it's the Rangers, and it? And it was... That's nothing because remember Stone Cold used to do Selic's intros back in the day before the Selic game is not that he used to do that kind of stuff. Lorenzo Amoruso is a piece of trash. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Nacho Novo reminds me of a piece of trash. Bobo Baldi's gonna. Stamp a mud hole on you. <laughs> Rico, thanks so much for coming on. <laughs> Pleasure. Thanks very much for having me. Sorry we've been a bit silly tonight. Anyway, enjoy yourself, big man, uh, and tweet us a wee picture of your dinner. Will do, yeah. Cool. Right. I'm, 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 I'm freaking out here, boys. I'm freaking out here because I need to take a photo of this and send it. Because I'm on AOL.com, right? <laughs> Fucking Joanna Lumley. That's that weird. That's weird. That's weird. She's maybe got a wee deal. There you go. That's weird. Weird. Remember how they well contract? Ah, oh. Joanna Lumley. Anyway, right, Rico. Thanks so much, man. Right. Take Cheers. care, mate. Many happy returns. Right, see you later. Bye bye. Bye Right. You just made the list. Forget any other list you've ever heard about. This is the only list that matters. It's the list of wrestling daft. You can vote for what you want us to talk about at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Inspired by a listener this week. Inspired by a listener. 
<laughs> Inspired by a listener this week, we asked, would you like us to talk about who's currently underrated or who's currently overrated? And after an inspired speech by Dean against negativity on our Patreon, True. one in the poll was the most underrated wrestlers. Okay, so I'll give you my quick top three of who I think is currently underrated out in the scene the new. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at number three. I'm going to say that it's uh, Priscilla Kelly. Priscilla Kelly is, I believe, now uh, signed to NXT, um, performing as Gigi Dolan, her name is there. Um, But Priscilla Kelly is a great women's wrestler, Um, a great wrestler, full stop. I don't know why there isn't any excitement about her coming into WWE. I thought when she was signed, there would be a lot more buzz um, because she's she's got a lot, very, very talented in the ring, has had some really incredible matches. Uh, and so I think she's very, very underrated at the minute. Won't be underrated for much longer once she starts to make an impact within WWE. My number two is a guy who recently signed for AEW. Well, not that recently, a wee, but a, wee, a, wee, a while ago now, but that's Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks, I think, is he, he's kind of... He's a player there at AEW just now, um, but I don't think people have quite realised his potential. I think his potential is massive, and I think eventually we'll see him uh, at WWE. And uh, I think he's the kind of guy when he gets into WWE, they will absolutely strap a rocket to him. I think he's he's got complete potential, and I kind of don't feel like many people talk about him. That's why I'm saying he's underrated at the minute. I don't feel like many people talk about him. He gets lost in the mix a wee bit um, at AEW. But my number one, without a doubt, I would say, in terms of most underrated wrestler on the scene, the new is who am I going to say, boys? Somebody for NWA. Mr. Perfect. <laughs> no, Mr. Perfect, no. It's Nick Aldis. I think it's the oh, most underrated yeah. wrestler on okay. here. Let me tell I mean, you he's, why. He's the NWA heavyweight champion. I mean, that's totally uh, underrated, man. No, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Nick Aldis is a guy who um, is I a solid. Him. Solid performer in the ring, right? Solid performer in the ring. Good look. Brilliant on the mic. right? Brilliant on the mic. Can sell a wrestling match like nobody. And the reason why I'm saying he is the most underrated because there have been people who are in quite significant positions of influence within the wrestling business who have buried the guy. Like, no just no giving him the credit that he's due, but have actually kind of buried him. You know what I mean? Um, and so he is absolutely the most underrated. I don't really get what the deal is with Nick Aldis because he 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 is a very mature, um, intelligent performer who has worked wonders with NWA when he's there, who has managed to hold on a, a lot of uh, respect and has dealt with a lot of the kind of criticism and stuff like that in a very dignified way and continues to be consistently strong performing in the ring, consistently strong on the mic, and a really, 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 really great ambassador for a very, very historic belt within the wrestling business. And I don't think that he gets the credit that he's due at all. And I, and I think also, you want I'd love to see him wrestle in WWE to, for, for matches against the likes of, I mean, controversial, right? But him and Cena would be brilliant. Him and Cena would be great because we're all we're going through this phase right now, like the kind of indie style main event. Mm-hmm. Whereas 
he he does he doesn't do that. However, it's that kind of old school bad guy heel, and for him to go to WWE and wrestle the likes of fucking Seth Rollins, I think he would be a great fit. He would Randy Orton. Be we spoke about Randy Orton. Randy Orton, Orton there's a, a shout. Great fit with Randy Orton. There is a shout. There is a shout. So I do, I totally get what you mean by that. He's already he proved it when he wrestled Cody that that show a couple of years ago. He proved it anyway. I mean, he was he's he's been on the go now for fucking nearly. Uh, how many years? Maybe about fifteen years. Fifteen years, probably mm-hmm. more than that. So I probably will be more than that. Um, but I, Aldis says he's he's a champ, man. He's a champ. Oh, so they could just do a repeat. They could do a repeat of the NWA Heavyweight Champion. This is the real world's title angle. That would be brilliant, man. They could repeat because the angle. We're all Rick, Rick Flair is a heel now. Uh-huh. Rick Flair is a heel now. You could have Nick Aldis come in and have Rick Flair beside him going. That's the real world title. He's where because because they could do it at AEW and it wouldn't, it wouldn't have the same effect. No, but they do that in WWE where we're all used to NWA and the network and Peacock and all that shite. A lot of folk will be switched on to that. That belt is on the WWE. It's all the WWE network. That belt, right? Mm-hmm. That belt is on there. Now imagine they did this with Nick Aldis, right? If I was bringing Nick Aldis into WWE, this is how I would do it. I would have him come in. I would have him claim to be the real world champion, right? And then I would have Ric Flair pop up and ally with him. And they would have Ric Flair there and say, maybe they would work it a wee bit at the start where they're kind of like, Rick, we want you to come on and say, no, that isn't the real world's title. The real world's title is the WWE title, as you say. And Rick turns at the last minute and goes, no, that is the real world title. He is wearing the real world title, right? Oi, that. And then I would just have Nick Aldis enter the Royal Rumble with Ric Flair at his side and Ric Flair saying to him, you've got to do what I did mm-hmm. to, to wake all these people up about how good you are and how much a champion you are and how you are the real world's champion. You need to do what I did. You need to go into the Royal Rumble at number two and you need to win it. Imagine that fucking angle for Nick Aldis coming in and maybe going right up to the end, maybe surviving right up to the end and getting punted out and not quite making it. You could do so much stuff with it. I would Beautiful. love to see it happen. And he's a solid... He's a solid, solid worker, man. He's like, you know, he, know, he never disappoints. Even his match with Cody and stuff like that, he, he fits into that. I just don't get it. I think he's hugely underrated. Let's see what the punters are saying. Billy says Robert Rood. The tag team he's in is shite, and folk overlook how good he is because he was shafted with a theme that became his whole character. James Storm should have been in a top spot in WWE years ago. Been cons, how do you think about that, Gredo? What's your take on... Aye, I agree with that. Beer money, he was seen as the one holding Robert Roode back later on. No, no, I mean... uh, I'm not saying this, this is Billy saying this. Because he's... So, hold on, is he trying to say that James Storm's held him back? No, 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 no. So character James Storm should have... No, I think he's he's saying that James Storm and Robert Roode are underrated, I think is what he's saying here. I'm going to be honest with you. I'd, I'd love to see that in, in WWE. I'd love to see them be money, but it's never going to happen. Uh, Willie uh, says, underrated wrestlers, basically anybody that was on 205 Live three years ago, Gulak, Tazawa, Murphy, Cedric, Ali, all that. Here, by the way, Spud. Oh, wow. Spud. Absolutely. Have you seen the Nicky's on these days, by the way? Oh, I. He's fucking, he's, he's, he's huge, man. He's huge. Spud is the, he's the most knowledgeable guy in wrestling that I've ever met. He is obsessed with wrestling. I've spoken about this before. Mm-hmm. There's nobody that enjoys being a wrestler as much as fucking 
Earl James. He is fucking obsessed with it. And he's the best. He's brilliant. He can have a match with anybody. You go and watch that match back with EC3 Wembley a couple of years ago. I'm telling you. Tremendous. Yeah. He's brilliant. Yeah, and, and, you know, even before then, in the, UK, in the UK scene for a long time, Spud was just smashing match after match after match after match, like stealing the show on so many shows mm. all across the UK. Paul uh, says Thunder Rosa. Rab will probably agree. I've been saying it for ages, he says. I hope people are finally seeing it now, especially when the WWE wanted to try it out as a referee. Well, I think Thunder Rosa's getting getting the props that she was due now. I kind of feel like she's no underrated anymore. I think she's now started to people take notice. Emma says Buddy Murphy. WWE don't know how to use him properly. He's unreal in the ring. Buddy Murphy is really good in the ring. Mm. That's a fair shout. But Buddy Murphy was involved in quite a high-profile angle last year. Uh, Gordon says Cameron Grimes. That's a shout. Yeah. The Elite, Raquel Gonzalez, and Piper Niven. Yep, I agree with them. Uh, Buster A. Murdoch says Joe Hendry for me. The lad should be a star worldwide. He's got the look, he's got the talk, and he's got something different to offer that is genuinely very entertaining. Love Joe Hendry. I feel sorry for him in the last year because of the whole pandemic, signed with Ring of Honor. Nailing it, and then for all this to kind of happen at that point in his career is a bit of shit. But he'll—he's going to end up. He's a star. He'll be fine. He's always going to land on his feet because he's—he's—he's he's, he's creative. You know what I mean? And that's if you're creative, you're always going to land on your feet. Louise says, "I think the most underrated wrestler is Reginald." I think yeah. I remember seeing him getting when he signed on the, with the with the t-shirt property of WWE. Right. Okay. And John Morrison, Louise says, "I'd love to see him get a singles run." John Morrison's a funny one in it because you know he was in that spot kind of and then he went and he went on the indies and he was you know he was smashing it on the indies and then he's kind of came back into the exact same spot he was in really <laughs> and he <laughs> you know what I mean he's, he's brilliant but he's still in that same spot very still talented don't know what's his phone talented guy yeah, have you wrestled you've been involved with Morrison uh, I was in TNA he was in TNA for about a year when I was there same as you was he uh... Uh, I loves it, and I don't know the five star tours with him and stuff like good that. Good guy, good guy. Oh, the one of the ni- nicest guys ever. Andy put me over once in an interview with the son, so he's getting there. You want to hear me say a bad word about that boy? John Morrison, let me tell you, sometimes I look at things and I see the Miz and I see John Morrison and they're wearing bunny costumes and all that and they're dancing about and talking about their pop videos and all that. That's all shit And people are all moaning about it, right? And they're all that. But I'm, all I think when I look at that is these guys are just having a good time, man. Like Miz and him are just having a laugh with us, and, and they're going to. Yeah, just good guys. Just good guys having a laugh. Listen, it's all kid on anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling's kid on. Wrestling's kid on. Yeah, turning up at TV's not opening up the bunny suit's going. Look at this lot. It's going to be probably that's that's a big laugh. Look at hey, look. Take a photo here. Pull it. Would I send that? Would I send that to my cousin? What we weird tonight? Don't miss it. Okay, what I mean, <laughs> listen, Gredo, See if me and you were on a tag team together in a WWE, right? And they say to us, "These want to fight the New Day for the tag titles at WrestleMania, or these want to wear bunny costumes and do music videos, and then have a match with Bad Bunny, one of the biggest music stars on the planet at WrestleMania." You know what fucking match we'd be picking? Fucking right, aye, absolutely. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? match we'd be picking? Gredo, who have you worked with? that's been brilliant, but they don't get the credit or the push that they deserve. Why don't you keep it local? I'm going to put something to you here. No, hold on, hold on. Before you hit it with Jasper the Giant or something <laughs> for fucking Detroit, right? <laughs> who, who, 
Jasper the fucking wet. Who in ICW, right, do you feel never really got the credit or the push that they deserved? Who should have? Who should have? Who was the should have been pushed that you feel that was in there? Well, if you want to talk about people that are no signed or you haven't seen wrestle for a while, automatically the first one that comes to your head is Jackie Polo. Jackie Polo. He should be everywhere. He is tremendous. And also, but there's loads of boys that that right now that have got plenty of potential that I don't think a lot of people are paying paying much attention to. Like Sir Jack Morris in ICW. I'm sure I wrestled him fucking Inverney were one time in front of about 20 folk and it was so easy to work big massive handsome boy great look sells his ass off tremendous he's going to be massive um, in terms of I don't know because it's, it's, it's you know I'd actually fight Dickie Divers as well He he's always he's always been a good hand and it's a night half wrestling Dickie Divers he's, he was always tremendous and he's worked on his look in the last couple of years. Um try to hang. But see, bonus we you know when you when you when you think about it, and I'll probably jester as well. Mm. Jester as well. When you think about opportunities and stuff like that, I would probably have to say. There you go. Right for the horse's mouth, the horse being Gerido. <sighs> um straight for your mouth, mate. How's the Snyder's gone? I hang as I'm gonna need to stop them because I've fucking I've got I've got my dinner to get if us. See, this is a thing. See, whenever I'm wanting a wee snack before a meal, uh, something salty, something that just has it, you can't go wrong with Snyder's, can you? <laughs> Snyder's.com slash daft. Woo! Do I tell them about the merch, Gabriel? Hey, what? Do I tell them about the merch? <laughs> if you're talking loads of gear that you can wear, I'm telling you, a t shirt that you can wear when you're listening to this show. You want to get some wrestling daft merch because the dime designs up there now. You're talking the mark is here with a pick of the wrestling daft belt. You've got the wrestling's kid on t-shirt and the motto quote from the motto Hulk Hogan. Good night, Hulkamaniacs and Jabroni Marks without a life that don't know what to work when you work a work and what yourself into a shoot marks. That is on a t-shirt. Plus the I'ma take a bump for you. Chips, cheese, and donna meat back in the day and Margaret a fiend. They're the kind of t-shirts that we've got up just now. Not only that, you've got your hoodies. We were one of the first people to agree to release face masks back at the start of COVID. We've got phone covers, trucker caps, bum bags, and aprons. Maybe the aprons we could maybe Rico's missus could have maybe had an apron on for the morning night. Uh, Shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. That's where you can get it all. And there's plenty of stuff there. See we'll range. It's it's constant. It's brilliant. It's uh, we're, we're, as you can see we're updating t-shirts every day of the week. Uh, Shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Check out the links on our Facebook page at Wrestling Daft. It's time for another Wrestling Daft road story. Now, remember, this is still a come free zone for the next two shows. You, you send us. <laughs> the come ban is another week with a come ban, is that right? Yep. You send us your story, not, yeah, not two weeks. You send us your story and we act them out. As if we were wrestlers on the way back for a show, telling stories to pop each other on a long drive back for, for Inverney. Well, here we go. Let's jump in the car. Let's get in the car. Right. <sighs> Some match tonight, Gredo. Huh? 
a long time since we tagged together. Eh? Oh, aye, aye. i tell you something, though, man. See, you uh, kept tagging me, right? We are right on, and you must have been into the Snyders before the match because I could <laughs> smell his jalapenos off my horn all night. I'd have, I should have again. Okay, how was my breath? My breath was my breath, all right. Your breath was beautiful as usual. I did a couple of pullments before it. What do you think about this? Eh? I was dead to tell you what to my, me and my boy. What do you about this? What age is your boy now? I think he's about seven. <laughs> and you can yourself over the past year homeschooling. You can yourself rather your wings and that. Oh, tell me about him. Gives you, gives you some sort of insight to what the wings are learning there, didn't you? And how, and how their brain works, isn't it? Mm. See, my young son writes. Their class, they were finding out about World War Two, right? Okay. And they were all asked to come back with some interesting facts about Adolf Hitler the next day, right? Oh, aye, aye. So I'm thinking to myself, knowing that letting him loose on the internet to look up that kind of thing, it's probably not the best idea. No. Okay, not like. Say that again, mate. <laughs> Tell me about it, bro. So I sat with him and I guided him through the fact finding. And just to make sure that we avoided coming across this and actually sympathizer with some of the answers. <laughs> Get what I'm saying? <laughs> so after a few minutes we're browsing, we're perusing, we're on with the internet, so we're on the Google, all the rest of it. And we decided upon the following facts to put into the teacher. So we decided Hitler, he was born in Austria. He was a keen painter and he had a love of art. And also that he killed himself just before the war ended. So that one, that one there, rather, that kind of that kind of led to some awkward questions. But I thought they're fairly safe on the whole. And his interest when we talked, the more he was kind of interested in it, right? He handed in his work the next day, and that was the end of the class project. So the rest of the week we went with the incident, and Friday came along at last. Now, rather, the wee man, he'd been enjoying lots of drawing in his spare time. And he was fair chilling them out. Mm. Pokemon, Minecraft, Super Mario. They were all getting the sketch treatment. A lot of classics. A lot of classics. And the kitchen, the wall, I saw, Christ, it was full of them. Full of his favourites. And it was only when the online lesson was coming to an end that his class had started to talk about their weekend plans that I realised what had prompted his new prolific artistic input. But by then, it was too late. It turns out that focusing on some of the softer elements of old one bar himself earlier in the week had maybe the opposite effect that I'd wanted. So he latched on to one of those elements in particular. So when he asked what he was getting up to after school, he proudly announced, I'm going to do lots of drawing and lots of painting because I want to be just like Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> His teacher and I, the locked eyes on screen, and I could hear her thoughts of what the fuck through the airwaves loud and clear, but once the colour had returned to my face, I made the connection and explained what he meant, which also gave him a chance to show off some of his pictures in the process. Beautiful. She saw the funny side, and I managed to avoid some serious questions from Child Protection Services. So thankfully there was no harm done there. I did check his Mario and Luigi afterwards though, just in case. <laughs> Her moustaches look slightly more <laughs> toothbrush-like than you'd normally expect. And that is a great entry this week. That is fun, friendly. We're not going to get cancelled. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Absolutely no, uh, no um, 
connections there to, to Simon. Neil Gow, thank you. Neil Gow, if you have a wrestling dance nice. story, doesn't have to be anything to do with wrestling, just a funny story about your life that's going to pop up. That one did the night. I popped us, didn't I? We like him about your brains. Drop us a DM on Twitter at Wrestling Daft or on the Facebook page. Well, we need to pick a listener of the week. Hey, why don't we just give it to Rico? Because it's his birthday. Aye, man. That's the easy Let's way out. Let's get to Rico as his birthday present. Listener of the week. That's the easy way out. That's the easy way out. No, he deserves it because it's his birthday present. Aye, he done well, man. I like his earring and all because I used to have earrings like them too. And also, I, mean, I like it. I like his head because I've got a head like that. Aye. Um, he's baldy. That's what I'm saying. Fucking <laughs> 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 uh, That's it for Wrestling Daft. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple or get us in wherever you get your podcasts. Mind for more content and the video version of the show, get on board at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. That's how we make money out it. And why not check out our merch at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft because that's how also how we make money out it. Thank you so much for listening. Let me just say something though, Gredo, all joking aside, me and John have kind of been pulling your leg a wee bit here because, uh, Gredo, it's my honour to tell you that you are going to be inducted into the class of 2021 Hall of Fame, WWE Hall of Fame, Gredo, and I feel so proud to be the one telling you that. Fed <laughs> me on. <laughs> it's true, brother. It's true. And listen, I'll Hall of Fame without Grado if you ask me. You can't move on. It's true. Up the road, Grado. It's your say up the road. Up the road now. Up the road. <laughs> <laughs>